And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. You lost your magic. They knocked you off your game. Your Carlness went right out the window. What's with this Carlness? It's not even a, a real word. It's a conjunction, a preposition. It's a philosophy, a way of life. It's your name with miss attached to it. Bob, listen to me. If you'd have done what I asked you to and come in my dressing room before the show, you'd have known that you weren't supposed to come out here until I introduced you. Jack, I tried to get into your dressing room, but I didn't have a nickel. I understand you're pretty funny as a DJ, and comedy is a kind of hobby of mine. Well, well actually, it's a little more than just a hobby. Reader's Digest is considering publishing two of my jokes. Really? Yeah. From Hollywood, it's time now for... Honey Dollar. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the illustrious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Peter Lorre stars on Mystery in the Air from 1947. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from famous songs. And I'll try to guess what song is... uh, What? Huh? (laughs) You're going to guess what? Wait. (laughs) Lisa will play clips from famous songs. (laughs) Is this confusing? And provide a statement about it. I forgot to say that. There you go. Statement about each song. And my job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home, right? You're off to a great start. (laughs) than usual to say. Well, this uh, segment traditionally has not been a strong segment for you. No, no. The last few weeks you have not done too well the wheels fall off the car (laughs) around segment around it's getting late and you're uh, (laughs) losing your touch yeah well the good i get a second win in the last couple hours right well the good news is there's only two things to choose from right it's either real or ridiculous okay let me think that's it or ridiculous you got 50 50 chance no matter what okay i'm getting them all right all right, so let's see if you can Be get them all right. Be ready with the ding, right. ding. All right, getting, I'm getting ready with the ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, these are all feel-good songs. Here's your uh, first song. Feel-good songs. Ho, hey, ho. <laughs> That's MC Hammer. Yep. Can't, can't touch, touch this. this. Can't if this was named that tune, so you would have gotten it correct. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think he's made a whole living on this song, right? I think so. I mean, like, this is the only song I think he ever really had. I don't know. This is the only one I know. He's made a pretty good living out of it. Maybe that's our Can't next touch venture. <laughs> All right. All right. Here's your statement. Okay. This song was used in a 2020 Super Bowl commercial for Doritos. Real or ridiculous? Well, I know you're going to, I know you would think I'm going to say real. So it's probably ridiculous, but you think I'm going to say the opposite. So I'm going to go back to real. So I'm going to say real. Okay, your final answer is real. Okay, let's listen to the clip. See if you're right. Cheetos has popcorn now? Man. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to need you to... Never mind. Can't touch this. Help so I didn't get it, right? So, no, it's for Cheetos popcorn. Uh, a guy gets out of doing work because he's eating it, and it leaves the orange residue on his hand, so he doesn't yeah. have to do the work. 
Definitely nope. not Doritos. <sighs> so close, you. though. Why? Thought you so had what, did it I, what did I say? Real? You said it's real, but Sometimes. it's ridiculous. Oh, man. So close. You're just one you. off. Yeah. thought MC Hammer and I were like on the same page so with sorry. that. You went back and forth a few times. I feel like you just got to go with your gut. Uh, <laughs> my gut's getting smaller, have you noticed? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I'm working out, so my gut's it's, getting a little smaller, so good. I can't really go with my gut anymore. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's listen to the next feel-good song. This is, uh, is this uh, The Monkees? It is. Yeah. I'm a believer. Yeah. The Monkees. I'm a believer. You like this song, feel good song? Yeah. So far, so good? You feeling good over there? I want to see you feeling good. Until I saw her face. I'm a believer. Not a trace. I think you're feeling good. Out of my mind. All right. All right, here's your statement. Now yeah, think real, hard. Real. Do you want to go with it real. before I say it? It's real. Do you want to go with no, it? No, no. Go okay. ahead. Okay. A Real. version by Smash Mouth yeah. was featured in the 1999 movie Toy Story 2. Real. Real or ridiculous? Real. All right, let's play it and see what movie this is. From. Then I saw her face. This is Shrek. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ain't in my knee. <laughs> Are you still feeling good over there? Uh, Not as good? <laughs> why, why do I get these wrong all the time? I don't understand. <laughs> no, I get such joy out of it, though. Um, I, I gave you feel-good songs so you'd feel good. You don't look like you're feeling so good anymore. I don't all right. well, I don't understand why I can't get these right. I don't right. really know either. Okay. Well, so far, not so great. But there's two to go. Okay, let's chin up here. Let's go to the next feel-good song. Make me live Whatever this world <laughs> Not so keen on the words I here. don't know who this is Yes you do Listen Honey Oh you're my best friend You're my best friend You're the best friend You know the song I ever have You for such Charles, a long you're my best time. friend you're my best friend. All right, so who sings this? I don't know. You do, though. I don't know. You know this group. I don't know. Queen. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're my, my best, best friend. friend. Okay, you ready? Yeah. This song. Real. Okay, you want to go with that? Or you want to hear what? the statement? What's the statement? Okay. This song was used in the movie The Breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. Real. Real or ridiculous? Real. You sure? Yeah, real. It's real. All right. Ah, yes. It was used in the opening credits in the movie The Breakup. Oh, man, I got, you got one. one. Wow, it's been a while Woo. since you got one. <laughs> now you're feeling good, right? Yeah, better. All right. A Back better. a little better. <laughs> Not like a total failure, right? Oh, thanks for reminding <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. One more feel-good song for All you. All right. Is this Lionel Richie? It is. Dancing on the ceiling. He's such a great singer. But a feeling 
Who's better, me or him? Ceiling. Oh, I, I can't really say. I can't be your mad. Yes, man. I mean, it's pretty close. It's a yeah. toss-up. Yeah, I, him that's and, exactly what I was thinking. I mean, if I had an album out or he had an album yeah, out. Yeah, I almost wouldn't recognize. You're almost the same. Actually. I don't yeah. know if it's a toss-up. He's a little taller than Sorry I am. Sorry to disagree on that one. Mike. 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 Come on, man. Gotta, bro's got to stay together, man. Bro's got to stay together. Bro. All right. Oh. You ready? What a feeling. Real. Do you want to go with that? Um, I don't know. Let's hear that. Okay. <laughs> This music video used the same director as the 1951 movie Royal Wedding, which featured Fred Astaire dancing on the ceiling. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> How could that be? Well, that I don't sounds, know. I'm... That sounds not real, but I'll say real. Final answer, real? Yeah. You sure? Yes. It's real. All right. Yes, it's real. Oh, yeah. So the music video was directed by Stanley Donan. He also directed Royal Wedding with Fred Astaire, where he looks like he's dancing on the wall yeah. and ceiling. So yeah. that is real. Two out of four. Well, not bad. 50%. That is a huge comeback for you. Holy cow. And I started out really bad. I noticed really that. poorly. Yes, you did, but wow. you've come back. If I would have just said... Ridiculous, ridiculous, then real, real. I would have gotten them all. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever done that, but you keep Probably working yeah. on it. All right, but thanks. now you can feel good with the feel good Yeah, songs. thanks, Lisa. Good job. All right. When we come back, it's Mystery in the Air starring Peter Laurie. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Peter Lorre was a movie star, but he always wanted his own radio show. And in the summer of 1947, NBC gave him a summer replacement show called Mystery in the Air. And he uh, cast a lot of his um, great friends from the movies and also the best radio actors and actresses, including Peggy Weber. She's in a lot of these shows. And Peggy told me that um, being on this show was really interesting because she said that Peter Lorre liked to work on his own mic. He'd have his own mic, and then everyone else was on another mic. He just liked to kind of be off to himself and, you know, uh, be uh, Peter Lorre. Um, and he would give these really intense, supercharged performances. Um, it was a really cool series. And um, they they took stories like... In uh, in literature, in, in uh, historic literature, written by Edgar Allan Poe, Pushkin, uh, Theodore Sturgeon, Dostoevsky. This particular episode is the story of Jack the Ripper, the lodger, and it was originally broadcast August 14, 1947. Here's Peter Lorre now starring in Mystery in the Air. Mystery in the Air, starring Peter Lorre. All right, men. 
I guess that's all. Put him on the stretcher and take him to the morgue. Oh, must I stay, Inspector? For a while, Mrs. Bunting. Oh, dear. I... I need all the details for my report. Oh, that such a thing could have happened here. Here in my own house. Each week at this hour... Peter Laurie brings us the excitement of the great stories of the strange and unusual, of dark and compelling masterpieces culled from the four corners of world literature. Tonight, The Lodger by Mrs. Bellock Lowndes. Peter Laurie is The Lodger, and Alan Bunting is played by Miss Agnes Moorhead. Mystery in the Air. Mrs. Bunting, you said you were looking for a lodger? Uh, yes, yes, Inspector, we had to. But I never dreamed such a thing could happen here to us. Why, it was only last Tuesday night my husband and I were sitting before our fire reading the newspaper about the latest murder. It was the theft by, by the Avenger. Yes, yes, I remember saying distinctly, Robert... Robert, this could be the fellow standing next to you, or maybe the man you bump into. It's a terrible thought. Yes, but it appears to me that the Avenger's too quick for the police. And look here. Look here, it says this girl he got last night was like all the others. Pretty blonde, and she'd just come from a music hall. Exactly like all the rest of his victims. Oh, what a pity. Ellen, have you stopped to think who fits that description perfectly? Our own Daisy. Oh, sure. What a pretty thought, Bunting. It's a good thing she's with her aunt instead of here. London isn't a safe place for any girl now. Just the same. I can't help thinking how fine it would be to have her here with well, us. Well, there's no sense even talking about it. We just can't afford it. I know that, Ellen, but I hope we could manage it some way. How? Haven't I scrimped myself half crazy trying to keep us going? I know, Ellen. Well, don't you go worrying about it. I think we can... Suppose that could be. Could it be someone looking for a room? Oh, I wish it were. Then you could have your daisy back. Well, I went to the front door, and when I opened it, there stood a man wearing a black cape and hat. He carried but a single piece of luggage. Good evening, sir. I saw your sign. Says you have a room to rent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please, uh, won't you come in? Thank you. Uh, could I, uh, could I take your cape, sir? No, uh, I'm looking for a quiet room. But it should be very quiet. Oh, we have that, sir. Just that. Mm. Above all, our house is quiet. Good. Your bag, sir. May I take it? No, just show me the room, please. Oh, yes. Yes, sir. It's right up these stairs, sir. This way. 
You see, sir, there's just my husband and me here, and we're ever so quiet. I'm sure you'll find this room to your liking. Well, here we are. Yes, I, I think I like this room. Yes, it is pleasant, isn't it? Ah, there's not many rooms with such pretty pictures, now is there? I don't know. Pretty pictures interest me very little. What I like about this room is uh, it's the simplicity. I like the bareness. Yes, I, I think I'll take it. What is your name? Mrs. Bunting, sir. All right, Mrs. Bunting, I, I'll take the room. Oh, yes, sir. And please let me help you with your luggage. No, don't you touch it. Oh, but I I only wished to... to... I know, I know. You only wished to help, Mrs. Bunting. It's uh, it's just... uh, Forgive me. It's it's just that I'm weary. I'm I'm very tired. Uh, See, I do a lot of studying. Oh, yes. Yes, of course, sir. Of course. Well, anyway, you can see how few things I need. It's it's just what's in this bag. But this, this here is my favorite book. Hmm? It's the Bible. Good book, Mrs. Bunting, isn't it? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed it is, sir. Yes, it says, uh, he brings them to their desired haven. Hmm? Beautiful words, huh? And now at last I found my haven of rest. Now, Mrs. Bunting, uh, if I pay you 30 shillings a week for this room, that's satisfactory? 30? Oh, Oh, why, yes, sir, yes, sir. That's, that'll be quite all right. My name is Sleuth. Mr. Sleuth? Yes, Sleuth. S-L-E-U-T-H. <laughs> Think of a hound, Mrs. Bunting, and you'll never forget my name. And here. Here are your 30 shillings. Oh, oh thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, would you be wishing anything now? Supper, tea, or... Hmm? No, nothing. Uh, good night, Miss Bunting. Uh, yes. Yes, good night, sir. Please stop that. You hear? Oh, oh, sir, I... What did I do? You were humming. That's music. Oh, but I... I music also... is an instrument of sin. Oh, yes, yes, sir. And you did tell me, Mrs. Bunting, that your house would be absolutely quiet. Oh, but it is, sir. I, I didn't mean any harm. Believe I me, sir. I... I believe you, I... I'm sorry I spoke sharply. I, I know you. You're trying to be considerate and kind. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank oh, uh, you. By the way, Mrs. Bunting, I, I think I would like some bread and some tea. Oh, certainly, certainly, sir. I'll have it in an instant. <laughs> so he took the room, eh, Ellen? Yes. He took the room at, at 30 shillings a week. Yes, in advance. Oh, hurry now, Bunting. Is the water for the tea hot yet? Yes, what a stroke. Put the bread and the butter on the tray. I'll pour the water. You know, Ellen, it's wonderful. Yes, it is. Do you realize what this means? We can have Daisy back with yes, us I now. Yes, I know, I know. Hurry with it now, hurry. Why, why we can have her back with now, us tomorrow. Now, the water and the tea, and I guess... Yes, it's all ready. Open the door, Bunting. I'll take it up to him right away. There you go, old girl. First thing in the morning, I'm going to fetch Daisy and bring her home. Oh, it's a wonderful night, Ellie. Wonderful. Oh, oh, I mustn't do that. 
and she hath cast down many wounded from her. Yes, many strong men have been slain by her. Come in. And to know how the wickedness of folly... Oh, why, why, Mr. Sleuth, you... you... Yes? What is it? Those pictures, Hmm? those pretty girls, you've turned all their faces to the wall. Yes, I've turned them to the wall because they are wicked and sinful. Oh, but, sir, I... Don't you agree, Mrs. Bunting, that everything wicked and sinful should be purged from the earth? Huh? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, I do. I'm happy to hear that, Mrs. Bunting. Now, if you'll excuse me, I... I have to leave. Oh, but, sir, here's your tray. I have... Good night, Mrs. Bunting. You know, for a moment, I was stiff with fear. I set the tray down. He hadn't so much as noticed the light supper I'd prepared for him and rushed to the window to watch. He came out of our cottage and moved off down the street, his black cape swirling about him. Finally, he was lost in the fog, and I don't know why, but I stared after him for a long, long while. Well, I did the dishes and got ready for bed. I lay there thinking, and it was almost dawn before I had convinced myself that at most he was a trifle odd. And after all, paying 30 shillings, maybe... Maybe he had a right to his strange way. It was daylight when I was suddenly awakened by the newsboys shouting in the street. Horrible murder! Read over! Murder at King's Cross last night! Avenger strikes again! Slowly I realized what the newsboys were shouting. Horrible murder! Avenger took six victims! Oh no! All right, we're listening to a dramatization of The Lodger, the story of Jack the Ripper, starring Peter Lorre as The Lodger. And uh, that is the great Agnes Moorhead. She played Bewitch's uh, mother, and Dora on that TV series, Bewitched. Um, she's uh, just an amazing actress. I uh, hope you're enjoying this Mystery in the Air broadcast, August 14th, 1947. Uh, great cast uh, in, this, uh, in this radio play as well. Henry Morgan, later known as Harry Morgan, is the announcer. And he was uh, Jack Webb's sidekick, Joe Gannon, on Dragnet TV for many, many years. All right. We'll get back to this and more of Hollywood 360 in a flash. Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive 
receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. So Lisa, I'm starting in this Mystery in the Air broadcast. I'm the larger, but they call me the Avenger on this show, you know? Mm. What do you think of that? Mm-hmm. You know? It's a good adaptation of the classic story about Jack the Ripper. You know, mm-hmm. but am I Jack the Ripper? That's the question. You know, uh, Agnes Moorhead starring as uh, Mrs. Bunting on this broadcast. I love her. It was originally sponsored by Camel Cigarettes, but we had to remove those because you can't air cigarette commercials on the radio. August fourteenth, nineteen forty-seven broadcast. Let's get back to it right now. <laughs> As the inspector takes notes of the terrifying events, Alan Bunting continues the story. And now, Mrs. Bunting, what did you do the morning you learned the Avenger had murdered his sixth victim? Well, I was a little frightened to meet our lodger, yet I kept my thoughts to myself. After all, you know, there still wasn't much to go on. Robert had gone to meet Daisy, so Mr. Sleuth ate breakfast alone. I watched him through the crack in the door. Finally, I went in with more tea. Hmm? Uh, uh, tea? Uh, no. No, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Bunting. I, I don't care for any more tea, thanks. Uh, you're very kind. But I have to go on with my work now, if you'll excuse me. My fear really changed to pity then. Oh, he seemed so helpless and tired. And he was so considerate. This man couldn't be a murderer. It was all a coincidence. Besides, we just couldn't afford to lose that 30 shillings a week. Well, around 10 in the morning, he left the cottage. And I decided to go upstairs and have a look about his room. I had to find out what he carried in his one piece of luggage. It wasn't a bag. It was more like a case. Yes. Yes, a case. A case for a knife. I rushed upstairs, my heart beating wildly at the thought I'd had of the case. No. No, there wasn't anything in his closet. I went over to the chest of drawers against the wall. Nothing in the top one. In the next one, there was just some socks and some underclothes. The next one was empty. There was only one other place for the small, narrow case. The bottom drawer. And it was locked. I pulled and pulled at it. And then suddenly I heard the front door open downstairs. In a panic, I rushed out of the room. 
and down the hall. Oh, you're upstairs, Ellen. Oh, oh Ellen. Daisy's here. Oh, thank heaven. Oh, Mother, it's oh. so good to see you. It's so good to be home. Oh. Why, whatever's the matter? Yes, you're quite white, Ellen. Oh, I... It's... it's uh, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's just that I wasn't expecting you so soon. Well, it's good to be back. The country's all right, but there's nothing like London now, is there? Oh, no. No, no, that isn't. Well, as long as that Avenger's about, you're going to have something to do to keep this young lady indoors, London or no London. <laughs> oh, don't you worry. Mother will see to that. Oh, well, Daisy, I, I might as well get you settled. You see, Father, what did I tell you? She'll have a dust cloth in my hand oh. before I have my coat on. <laughs> Mr. Sleuth. Why is my door open? We, we, we were just leaving, sir. Have you been in my room? Oh, oh, oh uh, not at all. Not at all, sir. From now on, Mrs. Bunting, I shall keep my room locked. Oh, uh, uh, but you see, sir, I, I was just tidying up a bit, and, and Mr. Bunting, he brought our daughter home. Uh, 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 she just arrived. Uh, this, is, this is Daisy. Pleased to meet you, sir. Uh, she, she's been away for quite a while. That's why we're a bit excited, you might say. Yes. You were probably surprised to hear us laughing and carrying on. Yes, yes, I, I must say I was, I was. But, uh, but then uh, there are different kinds of joy, are there not, Daisy? Yes, yes, I'm sure there are. Yes, there is the despicable evil joy of the abandoned, and, and then there is the divine happiness of the blessed. That's a great difference. You understand that, Daisy, don't you? Why, yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Sleuth. Good, dear. There are so few young women nowadays who do. Why, Mr. Sleuth, you mean a girl's not to enjoy life at all? Not to have any fun? Enjoyment and fun, my child, are the devil's breeding ground. All his implements are there. Pleasure and impropriety... The temptation of music, dancing. Oh, that's crazy. Why, there's nothing I like better than dancing. And I'm not... You like to oh, dance? Daisy, you know what she was saying, Mr. Sleuth? She's just a child. Daisy, you know you've never been one for dancing. You mm. never learned how but to... But I did learn, Mother. While I was away. What's so wrong about it? What's the harm in dancing? It says she lies in wait as for a prey and increases the transgressors among men. I don't know what you mean. I've never heard such nonsense. Nonsense? You call a scripture nonsense? Daisy! Daisy, go into the front room. It's all right, Mrs. Bunting. It's all right. Uh, I'm used to that kind of talk. Good day. Daisy. Yes. Daisy, listen to me. What, Mother? I've, I've got to tell you about... About what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. I, I've got to go out for a while now. I'll be back. For a moment, I was about to tell her my awful suspicions, but I stopped... They were only suspicions. At the same time, I had a thought. I'd go to the coroner's inquest they were having for the Avenger's latest victim. I was hoping to hear something said that would clear my suspicions of the lodger. At least I'd give him this last chance. A lady was testifying as I took my seat. 
She'd seen the Avenger from her window, she said. And her description of him didn't tally with Mr. Sleuth at all. Oh, I can't tell you how relieved I was. Till it was pointed out she couldn't possibly have seen anyone that night from her window because of the fog. Then the next witness was a Mr. Cannot. I leaned forward anxiously as they swore him in and began asking questions. You say, Mr. Kennedy, you're positive that you saw this man? Positive, sir. It was only a few moments before the murder that I saw the Avenger. Ah, uh, describe him. Well, he wore a black cape, I believe, and was very gaunt-looking, and was carrying a small handbag. A handbag? Yes, a small, narrow handbag, such a one as might contain a knife. <gasps> a knife! Silence in the court. Uh, proceed, Mr. Kennedy. Uh, well, he had a low, hesitating voice. I'd say with something of a continental accent. An educated man, I'd judge, but quite mad. And what do you mean by that? Well, as he emerged from the fog, he was talking aloud to himself. Oh, believe me, sir, he was reciting scriptures from the Bible. Oh, oh no, it can't be. It can't be. Could there be any doubt about it now? Mr. Sleuth, our lodger, he was the murderer. I got out of the courtroom as quickly as I could. I didn't even notice it had started to rain. I hardly remember going home, running and walking somehow, while the nightmare of fear and terror grew bigger and bigger inside me. It was three streets from our cottage that I saw my husband, Robert. One thought hit me clearly. I realized Daisy must be home alone with the Avenger. Bunting! Bunting! Why, Ellen? Ellen, what is it? Bunting, where's Daisy? Where is she? Where's Daisy? Why, she's at home. Oh, listen, listen, Bunting, listen. Sleuth! Sleuth is the Avenger. What? What are you saying? Oh, larger. He's the Avenger. Daisy's alone with him right now. Hurry! Hurry! Now listen to me carefully, my child, and, and rejoice with me in your heart for... For the moment is at hand, and you're not afraid, Daisy, are you? No, I'm not afraid. You're very beautiful, and and you should live in the ways of righteousness. You hear me, Daisy? You want to live in the ways of righteousness, don't you? Yes, yes, I do. I know you do, I, I know, and... And that is why I've been sent to purge your soul so that you will be elevated beyond all sin and evil. You like to dance, Daisy, don't you? Already six have gone on before you and they are beyond all sin and evil. You're the seventh to be elevated, my child, and my work is almost done for the seventh I've promised at this appointed hour. <laughs> Be still, Daisy. And, and don't listen to the temptations of the crowd when they call out your name, because I am here to save you from all evil and wickedness that consumes you like a wildfire of scarlet and crimson. You like to dance, don't you? Yes, I do. 
Look at me, my child. Look at me and don't fear me and, and do not tremble. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil and put darkness for light and light for darkness. And therefore I must bring you down like the lamb to slaughter. And now I lift my hand with a flaming sword for now comes the vengeance and the time to rejoice. Take away your hands. Let go of me. Get away. Don't you know that such that are for death to death and such that are for a sword to the sword and no one, no one dare to have pity on them. His knife, his knife. Oh, he fell on the knife. Yes. And he's burning. He's burning in me like a fire. Oh, it... It purges me and, and consumes me. All sin and evil are falling away. Praise. Praise and glory. For it is I... Who is the seventh? Yes, the vengeance is fulfilled. Mystery in the Air, starring Mr. Peter Lorre, brings you one of the world's great stories of the strange and unusual, The Horror by de Maupassant, with a special musical score composed and conducted by Paul Barron. Listen again next week at this same time when the makers of Camel Cigarettes present Mr. Peter Lorre in Mystery in the Air. Next week's play will be The Horla by de Maupassant. The artists supporting Mr. Lorre tonight were Agnes Moorhead as Ellen, Henry Morgan as the voice of mystery, Barbara Eiler as Daisy, Eric Snowden as Bunting, Raymond Lawrence as the inspector, Rolf Sedan as the witness, and Conrad Binion as the newsboy.
And on behalf of Mr. Laurie and the entire cast, our sincere thanks to Agnes Moorhead for her great portrayal of Ellen Bunting. This is Michael Roy in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. All right, that is Mystery in the Air. Terrific episode called The Lodger, starring Peter Lorre. Great cast. Agnes Moorhead as Ellen Bunting there. Um, terrific show is heard on NBC. Hope you enjoyed that. We are uh, into Halloween programming. A lot of scary stuff all the way to Halloween. Um, and speaking of scary, Lisa? Yes. <laughs> what are you going to dress as this Halloween? Uh, what, at what point are we talking during the day of Halloween or at well, night? Aren't you going to wear some kind of costume or something? To the radio station? Or are you going to just be your normal, my, I'll I think get my, you my pretty. I think my normal scary and your little self little dog, do. too. Exactly. All right, That's so um, what exactly did we order from Mies Meals? I'm, like, hungry. Say, we went to Mies I Meals. I want Mies Meals. So we went to the website, which is MiesMeals.com. M-E-E-Z Meals.com. Gotcha. And uh, Mike and Carl and I all chose something from about 10 or 12 options. Yeah. So I thought I'd let you know what we chose for next week. So mm-hmm. Carl chose mango teriyaki chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a combination. I've never of had that yet. I, I know that's a new one. I think it's paired with seared veggies, jasmine rice and tender chicken. Mm. Mike chose creamy Parmesan and artichoke shrimp. Mm. Um, I don't know. It says uh, mixing it up with sautéed shrimp, water chestnuts, and roasted broccoli served on a bed of orzo. And there's pictures that you yes, can look at, too. Yes, with fresh garlic make bread you salivate. on the side. Yeah. So a lot of good stuff. And I got what's called vegetarian bibimbap. And it says we're cooking up a vegetarian... <laughs> bibimbap. Bibimbap. Yeah, it's a Korean dish with tofu, spinach, mushrooms, beets, and parsnips. Oh, that's that's you. All mixed up with jasmine that rice. That is you, Lisa. Right? It looks so good. Yeah. So I'm so excited. Every Monday, uh, we have our food delivered, and about Monday or Tuesday night, we generally prepare these uh, entrees for our families and post uh, the photos and videos right up on Facebook. Yeah, folks, Mies Meals is terrific. If you have never tried them, you should just give them a try. You know, just order something because you're going to be hooked. You're going to love Mies Meals. It's so easy. They deliver everything right to your home. And, and it's then, really reasonable, too. Yeah, if you went to the absolutely. grocery store oh, yeah. and bought all this stuff, you couldn't do it for what you get it delivered for it's from Mies Meals. amazing, and it's everything is right there. It's all chopped and prepped and ready to go and there's a little yeah the little card in there and believe me if i can do it anyone could do it and here's the thing your your kids and your family they're gonna be like wow this is like a gourmet meal it is absolutely amazing it's not something you would normally make like there is nothing i've ever ordered from 
Me's meals that I, you know, because I, I... Have you I, ever made teriyaki no. and mango chicken? Please, never. Right? <laughs> I mean, I get a can of tomato sauce and some spaghetti <laughs> noodles. And, that's, and you're good to go. <laughs> that's, you know, a little Parmesan cheese on there. No, this is like gourmet food. You're like yes, super... Like chef. Everyone's going to be impressed. It's amazing. And um, Me's yeah. Meals wants you to try them. And if you do, they're going to give you 50% off your first order when you use the promo code CARL at checkout. Make sure you do that. Put uh, my name in there at checkout in the promo code, and your um, your whole order will be cut in half the first time at Me's Meals, M-E-E-Z Meals.com. Check out all the things. And every week they have 10 or 12 new items and they deliver it right to your home, anywhere in the United States, pretty much anywhere in the United States. Check them out. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Richard Gordon stars in the Weird Circle from 1943. But first, Lisa Wolf Dillon is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. That's right. And this week's theme is radio's most played songs. Radio's most played songs. Yeah, so you should be very familiar with all three from of these any songs. Years or any years? Any particular year. From nope. the time music started? Exactly. Like from the caveman days? Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Some hieroglyphic songs here, too. So, all right, let me think about that. Radio's most played. Most played songs. All right, that's all in our next hour here on Hollywood 360. Play along with us. It's always fun when uh, I know that the listeners are playing along at the game. All right, so do that, and we'll see you soon. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.